Hi, I'm Terrell Turner, the host of the Business Talk Library. Now, today we have another great guest on. One of the things that becomes very interesting for a lot of businesses is that start in that growth phase. Because sometimes you ask the question of, you know, how do I really navigate the growth and the different stages and the different life cycles that my business is going to go through? Well, today we have a guest on and he's led businesses of up to 120 employees. He's helped major businesses. He's done a lot of the things in the background. So I'm really excited to really jump into the cycles and the stages of business with this guest for today. So stay tuned. So without further ado, let me welcome on my guest, Cesar Hasselman. Welcome to the show, Cesar. Thank you, Tara. Thank you, guys, for listening to me. How are you? I am doing well. I'm doing well. You know, last, I guess we'll say, I just got back to my home in North Carolina in the U.S. Um, Saturday night. Um, my wife and I were in Europe traveling Ooh. for a little bit of business and work for about a month. Um so I'm That's like, I'm cool. starting to get back into my, like my normal, like sleep and awake time rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. And I love, I love your background. I love your house, your style there. That's very nice. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things that when you're traveling on the road and you're filming from different places, it's like, there's nothing like being home in like in your normal setup. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> awesome awesome well definitely thank you for you know for for waking up um early i mean you're on the other side of the world and that's one of the things that i love about this show is being able to you know hear from entrepreneurs and business leaders from around the world because i think there's so much for us to learn from business and how it operates in so many different places so before we jump into the details of like I said the you know some of the things that you have in your awesome book can you tell us a little bit about your background yes okay thank you um so thank you for inviting me and thank you to have me guys um my background in business is so oh, i work in so many different industries um i started business with 13 years old as a kind of joke helping a friend of mine that his sister was um, having a birthday and the dj didn't arrive and we went to my parents' house. I used to play a kind of DJ thing, and we, we got all the good gifts for my parents. We took to his house, and we started to play for her birthday. And then suddenly, at the end of the party, because we're not just, just play it. We play, and we make the kids to run and have fun. So we're kind of promoting the, the, the DJ as well without notice. And then suddenly, at the end of the party, we have three invites to do the parties for three of her uh, friends. And we start from there. Suddenly, three years later, we have seven uh, DJs. We're doing parties all the weekends, four nights from Thursday. And that's just the way that started. His mom helped us a lot. And, yeah, we have a lot of good fun until he died. And I lost the interest. And I start to go different ways. Hmm. Gotcha. Now, I guess for you, me, as you started to kind of, you know, navigate that, you know, over sometime afterwards, as you started looking at other businesses, you know, did you? 
go into working for a company or did you go into like starting other businesses after that experience? Yeah. So what's happened is after that experience, I don't share much about it, but I, I started to, to go modeling my country, doing um, uh, photo shootings, uh, videos, um, commercials, TV programs, all those things. And uh, I also start to work uh, my own little distribution center. So I start. I brought the first uh, frozen uh, pizza to Brazil. So I'm from Rio, Brazil. Uh, we we have a product that you know the protection that you put it at the back of the trucks. Uh, you have a company that used to call Duraliner, which was the first one who used to do with polyethylene. So we took from states. Uh, when I say we, in that stage, I invite my brother to work with me. He's older. And then um, we brought those from the States for the first time and we started the negotiation. Then those things start to get big because we start to talk with the, the big uh, automotive industry to get them from the pipeline of, of the business. So we just, we grew a lot until we have a big crisis from the president in my country in the 1990s. Um, and then in that stage, uh, I start to work. So... The, he, the president broke the whole country, took all the savings with excuse to pay the international debt. And on that, we learned a lot. So we learned to deal with banks. We learned to deal with a lot of situations. Uh, and I was only 17 in that stage. And, and then I started to work for um, Coca-Cola. Uh, was actually, and I did a project with CCIL, uh, which is the, the center for Coca-Cola who owns the syrup, the syrup. And then, and then from there I went to Elma Ships, and then uh, from the Elma Ships I start to work in a marketing company. From there I opened my own um, company doing services for everything after SAP and online B two B and B two C, and that company became the second biggest one in South America. And I used to do a lot of work helping big marketing companies to gain uh, the internet and technology budget from the marketing. Wow. So in, uh, in early 2000, uh, the marketing companies have a problem. The big ones, the small ones, they don't understand how to translate the offline marketing to the online marketing. In that stage, I have a company that we start to translate. So we start to work for everyone. All the marketing big companies that doesn't know to deal, even Ogilvy that used to have the internet, Ogilvy One and those things, we used to do a lot of work for them on the backbone to gain the accounts. And then once we win the accounts, we press, uh, we give them service behind the scenes. So I introduced myself as part of the company, but actually my company delivered for them under their brain. And that's the way I grew very quickly. Mm-hmm. So wow. we went to 120 employees. In 2008, the crisis was arriving. And was not about making money anymore. It was about how can you you have a better life. I was with, I was working 60, 70 hours a week. I have a son with eight months, six months, and I spend one week with him. And I say the crisis was arriving. I say, oh, I need to move for a country doesn't have the international trade as big as almost everybody in this planet. Let me find a place that they have a social, a solid economy. Mm-hmm. And then they don't have the big trades, international trades that I know they will be not hit for the crisis as much as everybody else. And that's where I found uh, Australia. And then I took one year sabbatical year for my business. I came here and never looked back. 
<laughs> wow. That's- wow. That is quite the very interesting journey. It's one of those things that I, I, I talk to people and I say, you know, it, it's one thing to study about like international business, but it's when you actually have to live it, it's a whole new perspective because I, I remember when I was working for a company and I worked in, um, I worked in, in Sao Paulo and I worked there for a year and I was like, man, working here really taught me about international business. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. It's, it's, it's a country that even if you have a post-graduations or, uh, 10 masters and you speak 10 language, you are still going to compete with people that's better than you. You know, it's, it's very, very, it's very, very hard to crack in, but once you're cracking and you're doing a good job, and you have the big brands. To grow my company, what I have done is I have checked the five biggest industry. And I say I need to have the top three, one of the top three brands of each one of them. So it was not about going everywhere. It was about just ham it, the ones that I know are going to give me brand. And that's what I have done to grow so quickly. So I got the, the biggest oil and gas company in South America as a client. I got the biggest telecom company as a client. So technology company, I got the biggest one as a client. And, and I was not that big enough to have them. But because strategically, I want to start to win awards to make my brand and to be able to charge properly, I just focus on them. Make sense? Nice, so, nice. Now, I guess in figuring that out, I mean, since, you know, you were, you were so young when you started in entrepreneurship, you know, at some point, did you have a mentor or someone that pointed it out of like, hey, here's a good approach to, you know, being able to take that kind of effective strategy to build a more mm. successful business? No, um, I was I'm very curious, hungry, and I was failing a lot. And I believe from my failing, I, I was aiming things. So people that I that I mirror myself with was more um, uh, um, sport people. You know, I was I used to listen a lot for Aiton Senna. Uh, I listen a lot Kelly Slater. Uh, all those speech um, and the people that was winning, winning, winning without stop. I, I used to chase how they think. You know, and and for me it was about. You have a punch today, you you be ready to get the next one tomorrow, but I will not lay down and wait or blame the world. I'm just going to keep doing what I need to do. And and I read a lot of books. One of the books that make me uh, have a tough mindset towards to business was um, Blue Water Ocean View or Concept. Mm-hmm. It's an old book. It's an American uh, writer. Um yeah, it's blue, blue ocean view, I believe, right? I can Google it and, and send to you. But that was about not think about your competitors. Think about how can you do better than what you have done yesterday. And then if you keep leading the trip, you don't need to copy anyone. You have your own self doing the best version of yourself. And, and from, from, that, from that thought, I start to just keep myself trying to beat my yesterday self. Wow. I I think that is an amazing, amazing approach. And, you know, speaking of, you know, being a a great reader and, you know, the value that you get from books, I want to talk a little bit about your book that you have coming out. So Mm -hmm. um, can you tell us the title of your book? And then I want to talk about some of the, you know, what can people expect when they get a copy of it? 
Cool. Yeah. Oh, thank you for that, mate. This is this is the cover of the book. The book is not hundred percent finished yet. I'm just I'm just leaking, uh, 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 like trying to link a bit of the thoughts. It's supposed to be a guidebook, a book that you, you you can read as you go, and you have different interpretation as different way that you think in your in your life changes, right? So what I'm trying to to put in this book is my clients' wife and partners. They used to ask me how can why don't you put out there what you have done for us? You know, because of their life got better, they much better financially, uh, the, the relationship got better, and their business is growing without they need to put more effort after some years of hard work, right? And then I start to think, okay, how can I do that? And I say, oh, I wrote down a book that I was about to launch before COVID arrived. And then the book was about lifestyle. And the COVID arrived, and I say, oh, people start trying to survive. That's not a book to be launched now. And that book was 300 pages. And what I have done is I got it one, one third, one fourth of the book that I say, no, let's talk about uh, quality of our life, which is life worth balance. And, and I changed that by people don't, don't, don't understand it sometimes because they start to say work-life balance. And that's wrong from the start. <laughs> work is never first. Life is first. If you're not alive, you cannot work, right? So, and then I start to put the cycles of life. So the Life Breakthrough book is all about the cycle that you have in your journey, in your business and in your life and how to sync that properly to be able to take the best outcome without taking your ownership of yourself, without making you be different than what you already are. Make sense? Just make you understand things better to get a better outcome from your your uh, actions and decisions. So it's more to reflect, to understand, and put you in a place that you can make better decisions. Nice. I love it. You know, there's so many interesting ways. I mean, I think that that as you and I were talking beforehand when you talked about the cycles, and, and I think that, you know, as people find, as they're building a business, they find themselves, you know, going through a it's almost like a pattern of things that that happen and you know you mentioned earlier before we started recording about some of those cycles and and how you kind of break that down into explaining to people hey here's what the cycles are and here's kind of the natures of each can you talk a little bit about that yeah of course um yeah so the life has life journey has cycles as as we have the 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 stations in the year right so we have cycles in business too. I will give you an example. If you are an accountant, your business time will be close to the end of financial year or to the end of the year. So every quarter, you're going to be a little bit, bit more uh, extra busy. But at the end of financial year, you are completely hammered, right? So people who do like to grow business in, in the accountant industry, they need to understand that three months or two months before the end of financial year, they need to recruit people if they want to grow market share. So that's their cycle. They're going to work in, in four, four, step, uh, four times of the year. They have more work than they, what they can deliver. It. And then in one of those, they have double or triple of work. That's the time for growth. Make sense? So they're supposed to be hiring people every quarter to be able to handle more clients here without suffering up of the growth. And then once it's closed, 
the financial year, they're supposed to be ready to get market share. That's the best time for them. Get two, three, four people investing more people in your business or technology, whatever you're going to choose to go. And then from there, you know that everyone that people say, I don't have space or time to look for your finance at the end of this financial year or I'm delaying it, is the opposite. You go for everyone say, hey, if your accountant cannot handle you, we can. Come here. You know? <laughs> so that's part of, depending which industry you are, right? So, life is the same. Oh, I, I love it. I, I think that, you know, a, a lot of great insight there. I mean, and, and so when people, you know, when they do get a copy of the book, will the book break down some of those cycles and explain those a little bit more? Yes. Yeah, so the, the book says, the book uh, goes for the psychologic journey of your personal growth. And then you have every single chapter, you have some questions for you to make your own book from it, right? So, and then you also have from business side to make decisions because some people, they have people that they don't like to work much uh, with on a daily basis. But those people actually, sometimes the business owner or entrepreneur, they don't like because they challenge them, right? But probably those guys, as to challenge them that they want to fire, they're actually the best person that they're supposed to keep forever. And then sometimes you have the entrepreneur mindset and the business owner that you have someone that's not good for your culture, it's not good for your business, you're not doing as much, but because you have emotional link with that, you keep that person. So look, look what we do every day as an entrepreneur business owner. We keep the people that you're supposed to let it go and you, and you fire the people that helps you to grow. So... That's kind of thing that we help with the book. We, we talk about those little things, how you can make How can you lead, uh, allowing you to allow you to grow instead defying them or go against them because you're going against your own growth. And also you're going against your private time because every time that you macro manage your business, you're losing time with your family friends. Wow. Wow, that is a really good point. Uh, now, you know, if people are interested in, in finding you, whether it's online, where should, you know, where, the, where should they look or what should they keep an eye out for to find you when the book is ready? Cool. Uh, I, I can do two things, uh, mate. Uh, I can send you some copies um, for you for free to give it away or make that a, a thing for, for your guys. Um, if you have people texting you and say, mate, I really want the book, I'll be happy to send to you to send to them. Uh, and again, uh, I believe this book needs to be out there for people to read. I'm not uh, that fuzzy to make any money. I don't believe the book is there to make money. I, I believe the book is there to share uh, consciousness and knowledge and to help people and to help your team. I'll be happy to share with you. But if they want to try to contact me directly, they just need to go for CesarHasselman.com and they're going to find there everything about me. It's not as professional website as I, I would love to have, but it's the start point for my next step in my business. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Well, before we wrap up, one question that I love asking every guest that comes on is, you know, and you've given us so much. So when you think about your journey of where you've been and you think about where you are now, what's two things that you would remind entrepreneurs of? And it can be two things that you've already shared that you just want to reemphasize, or it can be two new things. 
Um, trust in your guts. If something telling you that you should go for a place that nobody is, is, is allowing you to, do it. Um, nobody's supposed to put in a box. Entrepreneur and business owners, we're leading people and we're leading industries. So we have a different approach and different way to do things. And if you try to go for the colloquial, the same, same every day, you're just going to arrive in average. And if you don't want to be average, don't do average stuff. So that's the first thing. Um, and then if you'd like to, to check just what Ukraine is doing, it. they're not following any rules about the way to deal with war. They're changing the whole concept. You know, they're exhausting physically, emotionally, mentally, and they're doing a different strategy. So do the same in your business because you will arrive in different places that the best person or the best business in your industry is now. And the second thing is um, if you if you feel that you are in a place that you cannot share or you don't have people good enough to share what you need to share to be able to get from stagnation to growth again, find the right tune, the right person that you can share your thoughts with. Because sometimes you hold from the people that you love because you don't want to make them scared from all the situation. But at the same time, what you're doing is you're keeping yourself in a low level from your own self. So make your, you try to get your best version of yourself, sharing with someone that you believe can add value or just talk and don't ask any questions back. <laughs> but don't keep on you. Don't keep just Awesome. Awesome. Well, Caesar, thank you so much for being an amazing guest on the show. It's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Well, thank you, Tara. I will send you. It's probably the next 30 to 60 days. I'm going to have print material here and I will I'll send you some copies. And for anyone that's texting you asking for the book, on top of that, I send for them too. Cool. Awesome. I love it. Thank you for tuning in to the Business Talk Library. If you like our content, be sure to follow us on social media. And if you want to see more of our exclusive content, you can subscribe and become a member on patreon.com forward slash business talk library. Hey, the business talk library is the place where business